Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we've had two weeks in a row of technical difficulties. <laughs> Good times. I, somebody told me Mercury is in retrograde. Sure. I don't know what that means. I really don't either. I've heard it before. Never understood is, it then either. Is that like a retrograde ejaculation? Uh, retrograde amnesia. That was what I told the judge. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's look up, let's look up what it means for Mercury to be in retrograde. It it has something to do with technology not working. Is that a Wiccan thing? I, man, I have no, I'm assuming it is because that, I'm assuming by Mercury, they mean the planet and not the shitty car from the eighties, right? (laughs) Probably. It could be both. So I'm guessing like all of that sort of, uh, like, Tech, like all that sort of planetary stuff to me seems uh-huh. Wiccan or pagan, like solstices and equinoxes and all those sort of things. Uh-huh. Um, here's here's a uh, a hit from a website called Astrology Zone. Everything you okay. need to know about Mercury and retrograde. Okay, you Is may it have. Fr- I it, it, if it's anything like the physical I'm going to have in a few months, it might be. <laughs> uh, it okay. might be a little uh, digit dropped. Uh, you may have heard your friend say, oh, no, Mercury is about to be in retrograde again. If you don't know astrology, you may have wondered what they're talking about. Of all planetary aspects, this seems to garner the most attention from readers. Certainly generates the most mail. Um, this phenomenon affects everyone in a uniform way, and its effects are always obvious. Uh, let's see here. They're always obvious. Sure, of course. Yeah, it's Lance. It's so obvious. <laughs> It's so obvious, um, except they're not listing any... Oh, okay, here. Mercury rules all types of communication, including listening, speaking, learning, reading, editing, researching, (laughs) negotiating, selling, and buying. Lance, this is actually coming into focus, baby. Okay, all right. So for our listeners uh, who don't know, uh, we try and take turns on editing, which means that Lance does it about 90% of the time, (laughs) and I do it about 10 um, it's a fair trade-off <laughs> in no way at all. And Lance uh, bears the grunt of the work on this. And so last week I said, you know what, Lance, I'll edit it. This should be no big deal. <laughs> I start editing everything together, and it turns out that my track that got recorded uh-huh. was just missing. It would just miss, like, skip two or three seconds at a time. Oh, wow. And so when I looked at it and compared it, your track was, like, 15 minutes longer than mine. <laughs> like well maybe just lance let it like record nothing for 15 minutes after and then realize later that he had left it recording like uh-huh. no it's just that during the 45 minutes of recording literally 15 minutes got got cut out so that's just weird we had Fucking some mercury. great bits oh Goddamn my god retrograde we had to, we had a bit about Sean Connery where I used a Sean Connery voice. No, <laughs> all gone. Right. It doesn't exist. It just was not salvageable. Oh. We had some other good stuff, and and somebody commented on on one of our uh-huh. uh, posts <laughs> was someone drunk while editing this, and like <laughs> th- like th- 
that was as good as I could make it. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. And it was Wednesday at shit, I don't know, yeah. midnight. And there was like, uh-huh. do we want to record again? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, there are times where you just, uh, you know, I'm doing some edits and it's just like, um, this is as good as it gets. So fuck it. Yeah. So now we've, we've planned some redundancy. Mm-hmm. Um, the week before, your computer had some technical difficulty. It wouldn't restart or something like yeah, that. It was, it was just weird. Yeah. So we missed something. And then last week, Audacity shit the bed uh, on my end. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're in a little bit of a slump. A little bit. A little bit. And the, the thing that really sucks is many times I'll do a backup recording. Like if something gets screwed up, well, at least I have this kind of shitty version of it. And that week, I just didn't. Yeah, so. just for whatever reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember? So, uh, like, we're I just said we're we're in a slump, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we've had kind of, you know, uh, you're, you're, the episode with you and Clint was great, uh, but we had sort of the tech difficulties before that, and then yeah. our tech, my de- tech difficulties last week. Yeah. Um, so we've got this kind of tech slump going. Do you remember Mark Grace, first baseman for the Chicago Cubs? Cubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mark Grace used to be a frequent caller into the Jim Rome show, which was oh. a, for, for those who are uninitiated or un, unaware, a sports talk radio show, um, sort of Howard Stern meets Howard Cosell, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I would say, right? Yeah, in dental school. Yeah, and, and it's a whole community of, of phone calls, and there's a whole culture kind of around around the yeah. show. It's so old that you faxed in a question or a comment yes. or something. Like yeah, that. That, and that's so Mike, uh, our, our good buddy right. Mike Totola used to do that a lot and would yeah. fax in. It was before email. You know, they would have faxes and, and uh-huh. whatnot. And, and I remember specifically listening to Mark Grace on the Jim Rome show one time talk about a slump buster. <laughs> uh-huh. Should I tell you and tell our listeners what Mark Grace would do when he was in a prolonged slump? Now, keep in mind, this isn't me. So don't like point uh-huh. any ire at me. I'm simply relaying the story uh-huh. that Mark Grace told. Okay. So when Mark Grace was in a slump, he would get what he called a slump buster. Uh-huh. And a slump buster was, these are, and I'm, I'm sort of... Um, airbrushing his words, so to speak, uh-huh. to make them a little bit nicer. Sure. He would find a, a more portly woman, a more uh-huh. robust uh, in the undercarriage, a more, mm-hmm. right. um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, with a large understanding. Yes, some <laughs> largesse. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, and he would fornicate with her. Right, a girthy girl. Yes, uh-huh. and that's what would bust his slump. Uh-huh. I don't Did want it, it that bad, Lance. I, I really don't want it that bad. I, I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. If, if we if we have some more tech difficulties right around, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> not not like I'm not casting any aspersions, but Lance, you and I are both in committed relationships, and so we we certainly don't want to exactly to, for sake of the show venture yeah. outside of that sacred bond. No, no. If if given the choice between the two, the show's over. You know, the funny thing was last week is that that's exactly right. Uh, it's going to cost us way less to end the show than it is to end our relationship. Exactly. The funny thing was is it left all the like the potato chip tasting bullshit from last week, like just all of that horrid mess of uh, me eating chips on microphone, uh-huh. um, and it actually cut out the good stuff, which like at the end of of. Uh, 
I did the Hootie and the Blowfish impersonation make it in? I don't even remember. Oh, I, I didn't. Oh, I don't remember. There was multiple impersonations yeah. last week, and they were all. I'm. I'm just telling you right now. I know that this cannot be verified because it's lost time, but I'm telling you all they were spot on. Yeah. They were spot on impersonations. <laughs> the Sean Connery was. You're like perfect. Rich Little. You were just. It, oh, you couldn't. You, you, Lance, you actually thought that the Sean Connery was at my house. I did. I would did. I did. It was. Yeah, that's how good it was. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And I think that anybody who's been listening to this show for any period of time knows that that's tr- the truth and, and to be the case. Mm-hmm. That I just disappear into an, into characters. That's right. You know, you're all method. There's no... Yes. Like, like a... Uh, I would say uh, like a middle-aged Johnny Depp. There you go. So Johnny Depp young, not so good. You really learn in the craft. Johnny Depp now just totally mails it in, not good at all. Like that that middle Johnny Depp. That uh, yeah, I mean like Daniel D. Lewis has got nothing on you. Yeah, I'm thinking Johnny Depp from like the Blow and uh, what what other movies was Johnny Depp really good in? Fear and Loathing uh, in Fear Las Vegas, yeah. mm-hmm. like that sort of swing of Johnny Depp. Even even early early Jack Sparrow, you know. Sure that's before Johnny really sort of went off the deep end. So, yeah. Well, Lance, you've got two concerts coming up. I do. I do. I I remember, I remember one. So tell me who they are because I don't remember who the second one was. (laughs) Friday night I'm doing Dave Matthews Band out in the the Gorge in Washington. It's this outdoor amphitheater. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. College Josh is so freaking jealous of you. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, we're head to, heading right back home immediately because the very next night I got Foo Fighters downtown. That's okay. So, yeah, actually, I'm jealous of both of them. I'm jealous of both of them. <laughs> um, I, can, I, can I tell you something? Can I confess something to you? You probably should, yeah, yeah. College Josh was a massive Dave Matthews fan. Really? Huge. Like, right. member of, uh, I don't know if they still have this, but they used to have this uh, fan community called the warehouse okay. and you used to have to be a member of the where it was official through day Matthews. you used to be a member of the warehouse to get good tickets for shows really and the earlier you joined the warehouse the better tickets you got and so i joined fairly early and so i always got really good seats um and i probably saw 25 day matthew shows when i was in college holy cow that is yeah. a lot yeah some might say too much. <laughs> they it, might. They <laughs> kind of like a Dave Matthews show. Uh-huh. Is this your first? It is. Oh, Lance, I don't even know how to prepare you for this. Okay. <laughs> so, so the catalog is so big and yeah. so diverse that no show is ever the same. Right, right. Well, apparently he's, he's going to do three nights in a row and the set list is different each night. Yes, but here's the deal. They're all fucking the same. <laughs> They're all 25-minute versions of whatever song. Uh-huh. And so, like, when they're nine and a half minutes in to whatever riff that they're on, uh-huh. it all starts sounding exactly the same, Lance. <laughs> all of those songs start running together. Okay. So you're saying I should do a bunch of shrooms before I go? I would say shrooms... <laughs> The jam band is an interesting experience. Okay. Because really 18 minutes is too long for a song. Okay. Right? I mean, just 
attention span wise it's just it's just like the, like the song too much it's too much it's too long and if you we need, learn anything from Inagata Davida it's just yes, that there's a limit yes and they frequently frequently step over the limit <laughs> on damn near every song okay. and it's fine if you're super high <laughs> right if you're not super high, Lance, get used to looking at your watch because you're <laughs> going to be looking at it a lot. Okay. All right. And I like, I don't even know who's in the band now because one of the guys died. Oh, really? Um, yeah. The, I think, God, I used to know all their names. The saxophonist died. And oh. then the fiddle player, Boyd Tinsley, I feel like he got fired for something. Uh, yeah, he got fired because of he's uh, left the band because of sexual misconduct. Ah, uh, so those, that's not great. Those damn goats. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, you know that Dave Matthews was definitely like a certain time in my life, and I can okay. tell you, right. I don't even know if he's come out with any new music since like I was in dental school. I'm sure that he has. But I haven't heard a lick of it. Right, right. We're only going because our friend bought a bunch of tickets and then somebody bailed. And so they're like, well, you want to go? We're like, I think it's sure. worth it to see. Yeah. yeah. It's certainly past the height of Dave Matthews. So I, I don't know what kind of crowd is going to be there. Uh, and I don't know if they're planning on playing a bunch of obscure shit or if they're going to play good shit. I do remember one specific show that I saw where he played a song called Long Black Veil, which is a Johnny Cash song. Okay. And it was like, it was an encore and it was just Dave. He just comes out the stool and just like acoustically plays Long Black Veil. And it's an unbelievably great song. But man, the rest of that shit just blends all right together, man. All 25 mm. shows. All right. Um, that was just a definite time in my life where there were a lot of chemicals involved. Mm-hmm. And I was just a massive Dave Matthews fan. Well, all right. So I'm interested to hear like how you, how you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'll catch you up and give you the scoop. Foo Fighters will obviously be awesome. Of course. Dave Grohl is just yeah. awesome. Super jealous of that. Super duper jealous of that. Yeah, I do the Dave Matthews with Holly and Foo Fighters with Bianca. So Yeah, uh, she's getting the... Uh, Holly's getting the better deal, right? <laughs> no, wait. Who's getting... Foo Fighters with Bianca, Bianca's getting the better deal. Yeah, yeah. Holly's yeah. going to Rod Stewart with someone, so I, I got Foo Fighters. Hey, I win. when I say the word Rod Stewart and urban legend, what comes to mind? Oh, I can't share that here. Kombucha. Four, four ounces or something, like, something crazy like that, right? Yeah. Okay, so you and I both like sort of came of age before the internet existed. Uh-huh. How, how do those stories... How did those stories turn into the urban legends? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before I, I, the internet, how does that happen? Yeah, Rolling Stone. Is that it? It's got to be. I feel like Rod Stewart would sue Rolling Stone. You would think. If it wasn't true, he would say, like, yeah, this absolutely did not happen. I'm suing you for libel or slander, whichever one is the written one. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's, I, here's the other one. Here's the other one. When I say Richard Gere, what do you think? <laughs> Gerbil. Okay, so I said, I had this exact conversation with a millennial not long ago. Uh-huh. And I said to him, like, when I say Richard Gere, what do you think? And they're like, pretty woman. It's like, what? <laughs> no, like, gerbil in the ass, right? Uh-huh. They had never heard of that. So how does a millennial who's grown up with the internet not know the Richard Gere put a gerbil in his ass story? Yeah, well, I guess the rest of Stallone and, made it up. 
Sylvester Stallone made that up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was a movie right before Rocky. There was a, a movie that uh, the Fonz was in with Stallone and Perry King called Lords of Flatbush. And okay. It, it was um, Sylvester kind of basically... Henry Winkler made his Fonzie character. He was trying to impersonate Sylvester Stallone. Well, apparently the Perry King character was originally bent done by Richard Gere and the him and Sylvester Stallone did not get along. And they were, he was eating some burrito, a hot dog or something. A bunch of grease was getting all over Sylvester. And he's like, get that shit out of here. If you get it on me, I'm going to, you're going to kick your ass and, and things. And he, Richard Gere bit into it and, and he's all method too. So he's, he was trying to act tough. And so apparently because of that incident, as they were all cold in the backseat of some car trying to eat the hot dog, Sylvester got him fired. And so he got uh, Richard Gere got um, mad about that. And so Sylvester apparently was all pissed off and um, wanted revenge or something to, to make up for ruining his pants or something. So he made up this gerbil story and then it took off. <laughs> it's just insanity that something like that can take off before the Internet. Yeah, I, I, the only th- I guess it got picked up by you know uh, someone was interviewing them to, when they're promoting uh, the you know they're on the junket press junket trying to promote yeah. the film and then it gets written and then it takes off and keeps going and it just it has kept going. I mean this is this is forty years later. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it was a Family Guy joke at some point and so uh-huh. that probably carried it on a little bit. But it was interesting to me that this sort of mid twenties person uh, just had no had never heard of it. Yeah, and and I then I brought up the Rod Stewart thing too, and same thing, no, no recollection of of Rod Stewart having to have his stomach pumped, or uh, uh, Mick Jagger and the Mars Bar. I don't know that one. That's that's <laughs> new to me. Is that is that for is that for off the air or can we say it on uh, air? Uh, we should probably do it off the air, but we'll do it on. Um, I, I was it Marianne Faithful. Um, uh, now nah, we'll do it off the air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, pr- a private message lands if you want to hear this story. <laughs> oh, and Mick, Mick Jagger's attorneys, uh, please disregard all of this yeah, yeah. Uh, previous recording. Same thing with Richard Gere and uh, Rod Stewart. <laughs> I said Slick Magger. Uh, what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Mick Jagger has a daughter named Bianca too, right? Bianca Jagger. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I if guess you, so. If you didn't know. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, listeners, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. And if you do and we read it on the air, we will send you a sticker. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We really don't. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best guide for training front desk personnel? Because we all know that it's the 2018 Front Desk Survival Guide by Buckeye Dental Productions. That's the greatest training guide ever. Ever. Shout out to Missy Fryer, our girl. We want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen and Kevin Fryer cannot answer. (laughs) Question one, Sonny asks... A point of frustration has been what to wear the next day. I want to standardize what I wear to work so I don't have to think about it. I want to be business casual and no scrubs. Any recommendations slash tips? Thanks. We don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. 
Um, sorry, I, I, I didn't even think of that until I read the question. He said, capitalized, no scrubs. And uh-huh. I just had to say, we don't want no scrubs. Um, Lance, you what do you wear to work? You way too white for that one. That, that's just I, not... Listen, man, that was, uh, I'm pretty sure I was in high school when that when that was jam it? dropped. Okay. Yeah, Was that TLC? I don't know. I, I'm pretty I, sure that was uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez who burned down Andre Risen's house. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how you know someone loves you. When, when they, they burn, burn your house down? <laughs> Why do I know? Like, I need to know about what occlusal contacts wear and all that shit. I don't need to know about Lisa Left Eye Lopez anymore. Unfortunately. It's not going to make me any money. It's just not going to, like, help me treatment plan anything. It's not going to no. help me communicate with people. Not at the all. The fact that I know that Lisa Left Eye Lopez burned down Andre Risen's house... It's just not doing anything for me, Lance. I need to scrub all that shit from my you brain. Do. You kind of do. What do you wear to work, Lance? I just wear slacks and a and a polo or some uh, bowling shirt kind of look. <laughs> Very Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men ish. All right. Is that pre, is that pre HIV? <laughs> uh, a little bit. That's just on the sleeve. People don't talk a lot about Charlie Sheen having HIV anymore. You know, they really don't talk about him a whole lot at all. No, he's sort of... Uh, Low profile right now. Yeah. He'll be like please. the Phoenix rising. He'll he'll be back. He'll be like the Kaposi sarcoma rising from the ashes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, do you wear like uh, branded, uh, like embroidered polo shirts that say Lance Timmerman DMD or anything like that on them? Fuck No. Yeah, I'm I not into wear, that. It, it's way too much maintenance, upkeep. Patients don't give a shit. So I, um, I, I agree. You just look clean. Try to have some sort of uniformity. Make sure that the staff looks so similar and all that kind of stuff. I do yeah. wear a white coat. I did find that my case acceptance did have seem to have a bearing with the white coat syndrome thing. So I just wear a white coat. So over. you do better with a white coat because yeah. to me, white white coat syndrome makes me think they're scared of white coats. A little bit, but uh, we I did notice. I w- had read a study, then I kind of did my own in- informal uh, anecdotal bullshit. So it's not scientific in any way, but. It did seem that uh, that that little bit of fear also is uh, tied into authoritative, and uh, the acceptance was seemed better. So I said, "Ah, fuck it, I'll just keep doing that." Yeah, I get hot. I get real hot. That's right. You're down where it is hot. It's not yeah. hot up here. Would it be okay to have on pants? No I shirt. Rarely have pants. What? Okay, so what? you so you go with no pants. I, well, would it be my, okay to go? This? My my nickname from at LVI was No Pants Lance. And how do they know that? Like, <laughs> did you take off your pants at LVI? No. Every time I was at LVI, I was always wearing shorts. Apparently, everybody else would be there, all trying to impress someone else, wearing a suit or wearing slacks or wearing whatever. I'm oh, it's in the in, name. It's in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's dude, a bazillion a degrees there. I wore a t-shirt from this crab shack up at Whistler, and it's you know, suck me, shuck me, eat me raw on, on the back, and then you know, shorts. So I clearly did was not trying to impress anyone. Apparently not. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> suck, suck me, shuck me, eat me raw. Yeah, it was a crab shack. It was really good. God, a crab shack up in Whistler seems like how you would refer to your ex-wife who's Canadian. Like, yeah, that crab shack up in Whistler, she could go to hell. Yay. Um, what about what about a, a, a pair of khakis, no shirt, white coat? Little right said Fred style. 
little bit, mm-hmm. just a hint. Okay. They may like maybe you have like a deep V neck or something like that on. Okay. You know they may they may think that. I guess it depends on how yeah and how high tank it, top. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that look. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good look. A couple nipple rings. Do you think that's OSHA appropriate? The the fishnet kind of top. I think as long as you have a white coat on top, you're fine. Well, because it's like it's almost like a hairnet, right? Right, right, right. So that means none of my chest hair is going to come out into the patient's mouth, which not is not a good. one, not a one. I had an idea. It, I remember when I was growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I wear business casual too. Okay. But the, you know, I, there are days like I just don't want to like. What shirt am I going to wear? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I, when I was a kid growing up, we had this neighbor across the alley from us who was a woodworker. His name was Perry. Okay. And Perry used to wear these like Dickies onesies <laughs> that were like pants and a short sleeve shirt kind of all in one. And they had... Sure. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's it's very much of a, a woodworker kind of or outfit. mechanic or... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what are those called? I just went blank. Um, I'm going to look up Dickie's onesie and see what comes up. Um, yeah, here we go. This one's long sleeves. Um, yeah, coveralls. Okay. And, and I was, you know, that's just like, it's just what Perry wore every day. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad look, Lance. It, it really isn't. You know, years ago, when I first started, I, I read a book, you know, uh, Dress for Success. And I wore a shirt and tie every single day. And for about 10 years, I was shirt and tie. Until I read an article about all the, the bacteria that the tie was a wick for. <laughs> yeah. And I said, it's oh, not good. That's gone. Just imagine when Holly tied you up with that tie later on that <laughs> night. All the stuff that uh, all, all the aerosol that was right. soon to come in the room and had already been. Um, that's right. So I'm thinking, like, I may get one of these coveralls and have just my name embroidered on it. Yeah. And and just start, wear, like, have a level in my back pocket, maybe. I always remember Perry having a little level in his back. He was always checking levels of everything. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, it's a woodworker's thing, I guess. Sure, sure. It's a power move. It's it's. This sounds great until you got to take a shit. Well, the power move is the pocket protector. Get that little plastic pocket protector yeah, there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Perry had a pocket protector on one of these. Nice, nice. Pretty baby. sure he did. But I have a funny. But are they vented so you can take a shit? No, there's no way. So you're totally no, you got to take it. you got to take this thing off. Oh, that that's that's a deal breaker. Yeah, that's that's a hard deal. Although it's, I'll be honest, I, I don't I don't do that at the office. To be real honest with you, not even at ten thirty every day. No, not even not not no. That's I say that for home. Okay, no Duke University. None, none for me. That's I'm weird about it. Real okay. weird. Um, All right. All right. Yeah. So funny story about Perry. One time my mother mm-hmm. shot out the back window of his car. Oh, really? <laughs> With a handgun. Uh, okay. <laughs> what caliber? Was it in it's like a 22? Yeah, or 38. Something like this. A revolver. Um, oh. At some point, it was, it was, uh, my dad was real sick and, no, my dad oh. was really sick and in the hospital, and uh, they heard somebody outside somewhere. So my brother got hit. My older brother got his gun. My mom got her gun, and they go outside, um, and somehow her gun goes off. 
and shoots out the back of Perry's window. Somebody could have been killed. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Huh. So, and I don't know how we got on that from yeah. uh, from this question. So, you do you uh, conceal carry? Uh, I I I carry a gun in my car. Okay. I carry a gun in my vehicle. It's a very um, Texas thing, I think. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. you never, you never know what kind of crazy folk are out there. I do have my concealed handgun license. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. All next right. week we can talk about – I don't want to talk about it tonight because we still got questions to get through. But next <laughs> okay. week we can talk about – Andrea had a gun incident in her office today. And we can get oh, into it. Shit. Yeah, we can get into it tomorrow. Or we can get into it next week. All right. Um, so, I mean, I guess the smart move here is just slacks and – like polo shirt, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna tell I I I I, re- I did a little deal last week that uh, it was I think it was Thursday of last week and I wasn't working Friday. Mm-hmm. I threw on uh, a pair of AG pants that they're they're kind of like khakis, but they're sort of cut like jeans almost. Um, they have them at Nordstrom. I have a bunch of different pairs of them. Threw a pair of those on, so they're kind of like jeans, okay. uh, and I just threw on a black pocket T-shirt. Okay, um, it's you know, it's summer; it's a thousand yeah, degrees outside. Yeah, no, no, it's a judge. Uh, it's a, safe it's place. a sweet look. I, th- I thought it was. A, I thought it was a good look. It was casual, but like the black look, everything looked clean and neat. Uh, so, yeah. so I would say, go with like a a, a pair of AG pants with just okay. a black pocket tee, throw, and throw a lap, throw a white coat on over it. Do kind of kind of combo the look that me and Lance do. Perfect. What do you think about that? I think that's that's actually some pretty solid advice. Yeah, I get, I get the not wanting to pick out your clothes every day. Oh I yeah, totally, I totally get that. I if you totally just have just like a, a, like seven different polos, and it, maybe they're all the same color. If you want to make them unique, the same every single uh, day, or you have a different color per day, or something days of the week underwear. I yeah, don't know. yeah. Do you have, you have like seven pairs of underwear? You do that with your underwear the days of the week? You have like well, written I, I, on the inside. Actually, it's, it's good for two weeks. I just flip them inside out and you're good. Oh, good call. That's, that's hey, <laughs> eco-friendly. That's you right. You got a planet to save, Lance. It's reduce, reuse, and recycle, man. Got to reduce that carbon footprint, buddy. That's right. Um, question two, Emily asks, we have a big birthday coming up soon for one of our doctors. He's turning 40. And we have some fun ideas for what to do for him that day. But I want to know from others what staff has done for you or what you wish they would do for you on your birthday to make it special. Mm-hmm. Well, my big thing is I, I want you to fucking show up, show up on time and stay <laughs> come, all day. Come to work. How's that? Try that one. That's a good birthday gift. Yeah. Thank you. Do your job. <laughs> Did they do anything special for you when you turned 50? I'm not quite there yet. Oh, shit. I thought you were like 52. <laughs> no, 40. Sorry. That's okay. all right. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see if I have any staff, you know. <laughs> what are the odds? So what about when you were 40? When I was 40, um, uh, you know, we had a cake. It was, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not big on birthdays, so I don't. It I'm glad been, you mentioned that. I, just, I don't, I really don't care. So. I, I, I give zero shits about my birthday. Yeah. It drives Holly crazy. Zero. She loves to, she, she likes to make cakes. I don't know if you watch her on okay. Instagram or anything like that. She makes cakes. She does really cool cakes. I mean, fuck, she made it a starry night from Vincent Van Gogh one for my daughter. I mean, she can do cool things. And unfortunately, I mean, I, I, I can appreciate the effort and all that kind of stuff, but it, it does fall flat. I try, I, I try to fake excitement. 
because I just really don't care. I'm with you on that. I, I turn off the birthday feature on Facebook because I don't want a bunch of messages from people who don't mm-hmm. really give a shit telling me happy birthday and thinking they're all amazing mm-hmm. because they did that. I, I just, I don't care. It's, it's yeah. just not, it's not on my rate. Like birthdays to me are not on my radar. Yeah. Of yeah. Something that's all that important. And I think Andrea is annoyed by it as well. Yeah. Um, just like Holly is. Well, and I, so we had a consultant, I've been out for two years and I hired a coach to consult the office to help us do this. And we had this one communication workshop and we had to have all these different values cards. And we had these categories of most important and moderately important and not important at all. And you, you have all these 50 cards and you put them in, you can only have 10 per column or something like that. So you, you could then focus on your 10 most important aspects and then narrow it down to your top five. And it was interesting. It was, it was actually an interesting exercise because we found out that my one employee, it was all all about recognition and accolades and praise and this and that. And I was all about get the job done. Let's be efficient and, and this. And I don't I didn't give two shits about accolades and recognition and, and all that kind of stuff. So the coach comes over and she says, okay, staff member, you're going to have to get, cut him some slack because he doesn't value it. He also can't give it. And so you don't take it personally when he doesn't praise. Uh, and doctor, since you don't, it's going to, you need to try, you need to fake it and, and he praise, even though you don't really feel it. So it, 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 she was dead on and it kind of translates to this birthday thing. I don't give two shits about birthdays, about my own. So that means when it's someone else's birthday, I have a really hard time giving two shits about theirs. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It, it's hard. We don't, I, because of my feelings on birthdays, we don't celebrate birthdays in my office. We do achievement day, hmm. which is you have to pick like your greatest achievement and it can't be like the day your kids were born hmm. or your anniversary or your birthday. You know, it can't be any of those. It has to be something else. So hmm. maybe like, you know, the day you graduated from whatever or, it, you know, any number of things, but it just, it, it needs to be something different than that because Every asshole has a birthday, Lance. They, that's true. They do. Hitler had a birthday. He did. I don't know when it was, but he did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. It would be weird if I did. Yeah. If I knew that one off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> you know, Lisa Left Eye Lopez and Hitler's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, maybe he doesn't. Here's my deal. Maybe he doesn't want to celebrate. Maybe that's the thing. I, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Make sure he wants it first, or she, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if there was gender in that. No. Okay, so make sure they want it. Yeah. Um, it's 40. They may not be all that stoked about being 40, and so this may make it worse. Yeah, some people are funny about birthdays, as in they, they dread it, and that's a one year, I'm one foot closer to the grave, and they birthdays suck for them. So yeah. Be careful. You know, I... I you, you can't, if you want to do something to make them feel special, you can't go wrong with some kind of homemade baked good or something, right? Right. That's sort of, you know, that's like not ostentatious. It's not over the top. It just is. Well, it shows that you were thinking about them the entire right. process. It was a certain yes. physical effort. It took time. So that that's, everybody would appreciate things like that. I agree. I agree with that. I, I don't think like you need. Shit, then, then it totally falls flat. Well, then don't even, don't even <laughs> buy buy something and make it seem like you made it. How about there that? You go. There you go. <laughs> um, I, make sure they want it first, because they yeah. may not want it, and then 
then it's just then you're kind of ruining their day that's supposed to be their day to right. do with what they please. I I really would rather not have anybody tell me mm-hmm. anything on my birthday or do anything for me or bring me anything. I just don't like the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so so this would be if you're planning all this crazy special stuff. For me, it would be miserable. I mm-hmm. would I would hate it, and I would want to get out of it as quickly as I could. Yeah. Um, that being said, what about an exotic dancer? You never can go wrong with a lap dance. I, I kind of think there's some validity <laughs> to that. Now, I think probably, ideally, mm-hmm. it would be at the end of the day, after the patients have gone. That's probably a good idea. That's probably wise. Yeah. But if you had all male patients or like right after lunch or whatever, you know, yeah, okay. and maybe uh, candy walking out of the break room or whatever after a little show, eh, maybe all yeah. those male patients at the end of lunchtime may not mind that all that much. Might get some nice uh, Yelp reviews. I, I definitely could be a new <laughs> revenue stream. I think it might. It's a practice builder. That would, I. you know, it's, it. you know how some practices are doing different things for stress and... And we're not like uh, VR. Like a yeah, like like, <laughs> like stress relief, like um, you know, sort of like the digital sedation stuff, like uh, like the VR and oh, yeah. you know the 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 headphones with the relaxing music and the sleep mm-hmm. mask and all that sort of stuff to try to get patients to zone out. This would be a sort of another thing along that line. All right. Right. Um, so that, I guess in your new patient questionnaire, you could ask, you know, do you need a pill to sedate yourself or do you prefer a lap dance? I mean, it, it all comes down to um, that, that value added service, the five star. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, I, you know, I think that could be a great thing for, for your boss and, and his special day. Make it real special for him. Yeah. Um, or don't do anything and maybe he'll, <laughs> he or she'll be happy with that. Less um, is more. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it really is. <laughs> Sometimes it really is. I turn forty next year. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. Whatever. Okay. Age is a number. I don't. I really. I don't really care. Yeah. All right. So that's that's. It doesn't really affect me, one way or the other. Yeah. All right. So Emily, make sure that your this doc wants this kind of thing first, Mm -hmm. and then you know cakes, baked goods strippers of whatever gender is appropriate for your boss and uh, or both yeah yeah erotic cakes uh, yeah stripper and a, and a penis cake. erotic cakes are always great yeah always great always got, love an erotic cake love an erotic cake um yeah yeah birthdays are are tricky for some people especially like 40th birthday 50th birthday those yeah. are yeah. those those can be ones that sometimes are best left yeah. Ignored. For sure. Or or uh, understated, so to speak. Yeah. All right. Question three. Reddit user. Reddit. <laughs> Mike Hawks big. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to spell this. Spell it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Mike, M-I-K-E is in uh-huh. Michael, short, short for Michael. Uh-huh. Last name is Hawksbig, H-O-C-K-S-B-I-G, <laughs> Mike Hawksbig. <laughs> that has to be the best Reddit name we've had so far. I, th- I, I'm, I think you're right. 
My Cox Pig asks, my dentist was arrested today for posing as a dentist. Yep, my dentist was a fraud. I've had extensive dental work done here, including implants and extraction and several crowns. The news article I read said that she damaged a lot of people's teeth. I did have issues with my implant. It actually came completely out after lots of pain and me trying to convince them it was loose. So what should I do? I'm thinking I should go to another dentist to have everything looked over at least. Uh, yeah. Maybe. You should do that. You should do that. <laughs> like today. Like right now. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you can. That is a very reasonable thing to do. And you shouldn't have to ask Reddit yeah, about that. I mean, that, that <laughs> oh, my God. Bianca was asking me, so, oh, any good questions this week? And so I went, well, I, I just got the text. And so I looked it up and, and told her that this one. And she goes, why would anybody pose as a dentist? I mean, I can understand I was, food critics. First off, I was thinking food. that exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> food critic for free food. I get that. So many better things to pretend to be besides a dentist. Holy moly. Yeah. So I looked this up. Okay. I, I looked through the thread on Reddit. Okay. And it did have a link to um let me to where just, it happened? On. Yeah, but let me I, I just want to make sure that this looks right. That this okay. is this okay. is not fake news before I go and cite it. I should have oh. checked I didn't look at this before. I'm just looking at at the banner. It looks it looks a hair fake. See, I remember me, I vaguely remember this, like it was in Arizona or, or Minneapolis. I can't remember which. It's Usually, I hear about these in Q- or, uh, Florida because a bunch of Cubans will will be doing. Yeah, it and it happens in San Antonio, but normally it's like out of their garage or yeah. something, right? Yeah. It's uh-huh. it's it's never. It's not. They don't get a lease somewhere, you yeah. know. Um, it, this is somewhere in the south. Okay. Um, I, this website looks a little fake news ish. Okay. But. Yeah, that, that's just some crazy. The, when I hear stories and then you find out, yeah, it was in some dude's garage. Isn't the first sign that this might not really be a dentist when it's in their garage? Yeah, I, and that's you know th- that's a whole that's a whole thing. Okay. Um, this looks like Charlotte news, but I don't think this happened in Charlotte. Okay. It looks like this happened in Paulding County, Georgia. It says, police in Georgia arrest a woman who they say repeatedly posed as a dentist and damaged several people's teeth. It actually has a mugshot. Uh-huh. Um, and she kind of looks vaguely like, um, oh, Don Gukowski. Do you know who I'm talking about? She's uh, She does brain trust sometime on... Um, oh, Gulankowski, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on... Uh, on um, Dental yeah. hacks. Yeah, she's awesome. She's sort of a kind of a look like her, like a little bit. Okay. Look, let me see if I can send you this link, and you you tell me what you think. Oh, okay. You tell me what you think. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I, a little bit. I saw this picture. I think this was yeah, actually pretty it. recent. And, and I, yeah, it's the last couple of days. Some of the comments were. <laughs> ruthless. So the rest of the news story goes on to say Christia, Krista oh god this is like a Polish name Swezik Swezik S-Z-E-W-C-Z-Y-K Yeah so that of course um, it's probably pronounced Chechik 
Yes. Whatever. I, if, yeah. God. If you're going to pose as a dentist, at least pose as a dentist with like an easier last name to say than that next time. Yeah, for sure. Um, was arrested Thursday morning in Cobb County, which is just outside of Atlanta. Uh, she faces 48 indictments for practicing dentistry without a license. Insurance fraud. Why would you pretend to be a dentist and file insurance? Oh, my God. You, you are add- a glutton for punishment. If you're deposed, it's cash only, bitch. And forging prescriptions. Paulding County Senior Assistant DA Matthew Rollins said Swooshik was taking advantage of people and performing procedures without having any training or license under her belt. He said she's been posing as a dentist for at least seven years, with charges going back to 2013. Rollins said that after being charged several times in Paulding County, Swooshik recently moved... Her business to Cobb County, where she was arrested Thursday morning. He said there were at least 18 victims, and several of them had damage to their teeth. The chief investigator on the case said it is very likely more charges will be filed. When I was looking through the Reddit thread, mm-hmm. um, let me see if I can find this. So that this guy's a firefighter and her husband is a police officer. And that's how he ended up at her office because a lot of the police and firefighters went to her. Wow. That is craziness. The pucker factor must have been huge. A cop comes in to be just a patient and you got to make sure you don't get aroused some suspicions because... Wow. That's ballsy. Let's see. Says she had a big local office. Her husband was a police officer, and I'm a firefighter. She gave big discounts to public safety, so a lot of us used her. Very nice office. Nothing questionable about the appearance of things at all. My insurance paid out, and then I paid, I paid out of pocket for other things once I maxed out. So she actually got claims paid? Yeah. How? How, the hell? How do you get credentialed? Yeah. Oh my God, this is amazing. I there mean, was 10 plus chairs in the office. Wow. Who bankrolled it that empl- It employed other dentists, but <laughs> this woman was the actual owner. Wow. How, I'm, I'm curious as the, the, the lead up, how, you know, was she originally a sterilization tech and then she was an assistant and then she grabbed a hand. Maybe she was a maybe she was like a dentist in Poland or somewhere in you know somewhere in Europe or whatever. Okay, now that would make a lot more sense because I, I that's I'm I'm completely making that up because I don't see anything about that. Yeah, just that weird name. Um, somebody asked. I wonder if she bothered to write progress notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> she probably had the best chart notes of anyone. Yet yeah, probably. Not a license. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, she, so from the first charges she got in Georgia to the second one outside of Atlanta, it was like 20 miles away. Huh. Amateur dentist. Jesus. Wow. I understand, like, amateur pornography. Sure. I don't understand wanting to... I mean, I, I no one wants to go to an amateur dentist. I don't understand why an amateur would pose as a dentist. Right, right. I, I it Maybe it was a front for the mafia, and that's why how she had enough money to get a 10-op... 10 chair operation going and uh, just forgot to fake that other document that said she was a dentist. 
So somebody else suggested it could be a foreign trained dentist who moved to the U.S. and started practicing. That last name sounds foreign. Uh-huh. And somebody said it's possible, but my last name sounds foreign, and my family's been here for three generations. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, just yeah, just because her last name sounds like Polish. Yeah, but do you remember the first time you took a handpiece and you were, I mean, let alone up in sophomore year, you're on the lab, but when you finally went live with a patient, and you're nervous as hell. And how do you get the guts to ever start? Yeah, there, there has to be some kind of background as a dentist, right? Yeah, she's got to have some sort of training, just not legal here, but... I love the fact that she actually placed an implant and then the, like <laughs> literally the whole implant fixture came out. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Again, remember the first time you placed an implant and the pucker factor is big. To not be a dentist and you do that—that's that's balls. Oh man! Wow. <sighs> I mean, hats off for the balls, but at the same time, is shame. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they if this guy goes to another dentist like? That it is like, holy shit, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. These margins are great. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that one implant. Like that, obviously, something went wrong there. But everything else looks, yeah. like amazing, my guy. Like bioclear margins everywhere, and just is just awesome with rockstar polish and yeah. composite that makes Artie Volker look like a hack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make us all look feel like shit. We spent you know decades perfecting yeah. our craft, and she's just a hack and does better. It is better at it than we are. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that's in play. Based on the day uh-huh. I had today, that's in play. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You could take this guy's bite wings and, and bite wings from some patient that I did some treatment on after to, after how I feel about myself after today. Uh-huh. And there's a strong possibility that you wouldn't be able to pick out between the two. Right, yeah. Um, Fair enough. Uh, or like that's, that's I'm, I'm sort of feeling down on myself. So, mm-hmm. so that is sort of where that comes from. But um God, the balls that it takes. Jeez. Yeah. Pretty much. And the husband's a cop. <laughs> uh, yeah. And to be working on cops and firefighters when you don't, you've already been busted for this. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Wow. Oh God. What? All right. So who has more. Gumption. This woman, the the Polish polisher, uh-huh. we'll call her. Okay. Or uh, John Hall, <laughs> the North Carolina uh, semen enthusiast. Producer. Yes, <laughs> the, the enthusiast, fluid um, enthusiast, John Hall. Who's got more? Who's got more? Um, Je ne sais quoi when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it comes to guts. Yeah, that that's a real that's a good question. I mean, it it might be this woman. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say it's this woman. Final answer. Why wouldn't you pose as somebody that makes more money easier than Dennis? No shit. <laughs> I mean, God. Uh, that's really interesting. <laughs> that's, that's so yeah, incredible. Mike, what was it? Mike Cox, Mike, <laughs> my, Mike, Mike Cox, Cox big. Yeah. Mike Hawks big. 
Uh, you should definitely go to another dentist and get this checked out. You yeah. should also call your insurance. They need to know about this ASAP. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that they will be getting in on the action here uh, from a legality standpoint. Because if you are one of those, you know, I'm assuming you're on the same insurance as all those other people that you work with that went yeah. to this lady. They've cut her checks for lots of money. Yeah. They are going to want to know what's happening here so that they can either go after her or uh-huh. what I mean, obviously like deactivate check and make sure how she got credentialed, I think would be an important thing. That'd be good. Um, it's hard for it's hard for a real dentist with real documentation to get credentialed, much less a fake dentist. Yeah. Without real documentation for sure oh man this is just nuts i mean it's you know when you hear about the fake dentist story it is almost always sort of cash under the table in a garage or something like that Mm -hmm. and this seems like it is the exact opposite this woman should own a dso she had 10 ops it was busy all the time yeah just own a dso get other people to work for you that's where the money is be like gary takis yeah yeah don't spin you're a not bird breaking all. the law. Yeah, Just, you're not breaking the law, depending on what state you're in and how you structure things legally. Right, right. Wow. You're, you're, yeah. you're. Um, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor here for this, but like you're, you're, you're busting your butt doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. Like, just hire other dentists and run the business side of it. You obviously have something. Yeah, I mean, look at Gary. Gary, I don't think is tempted to break out a handpiece at all, and he's doing just fine. <laughs> It'd be really funny if he just walked in one day and was like, "Hey, I got this one. Yeah. I got it. No, no, I got this one. I've seen it enough. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Chances are he probably would be fine. He'd probably be better than me. Probably. Um, man, that is some some nuttiness. So, Mike, um, you should definitely go get checked out. Yeah, it's time. It's definitely time. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, so last week I picked a subreddit and it got cut out because audacity is a piece of shit (laughs) and I can't find what it was, but it had something to do with Sean Connery. Yeah, Um, that's right. I couldn't find it, but I found this other one that I really like and it's called oddly satisfying. Okay. So these are images and videos of things that are oddly satisfying. So I'm looking right now, the title of it says cable management and it's sort of a server and the wiring coming out of the server is like immaculately put together. Oh. And you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, look at that. It looks really good. Uh, and it's like things that are very symmetrical uh-huh. and things that are very like even. And if you have a little bit of OCD, uh-huh. This is the subreddit for you. This is definitely the subreddit for you. Here's another one. A perfectly sorted spiral of chewy sprees. And it's this, in a candy jar, this spiral of chewy sprees in sort of a rainbow. And there's not a piece out of place. It looks amazing. And you look at it. And if like one of them were misplaced, it would be so dissatisfying but when you look at it like this it's like ooh yeah that looks good mm-hmm. so check out subreddit oddly satisfying oddly satisfying okay and, and it I think it will soothe you a little bit okay 
it'll sue you. Now, unfortunately, there's no Sean Connery voice this time around. <laughs> she shall, she shall. There's a lot of that last week that we had to cut out, which I feel really bad about. Oh, this geometric rhubarb pie. Oh, Lance. It's so satisfying. All right. I'm going to send you this so you can see how satisfying this is, and you can be equally satisfied as me. You can be equally satisfied. Here we go. I'm all about the satisfied. Take a look at that rhubarb pie, Lance. Okay, loading up. Oh, my God. Is that oddly satisfying? That, or is that oddly satisfying? That is fucking awesome. Really nice, right? Wow. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be the thumbnail for this week's episode. That's fucking cool. That's really cool, right? Yeah. Nice. So check out subreddit Oddly Satisfying. Lance, did your song even make it in last week? It did. <laughs> no, I, okay. No, it made it in because it, um, my voice actually uh, recorded. So uh, since I gave the uh, sum God up and damn. description and yeah. So now, not only this week, do I have to come up with a subreddit. I have to come up with a song too. <laughs> Um, hold on. There's a new song, um, by, uh, let's see. It's a new collaboration with, uh, yeah, here we go. This is, uh, uh, this is all my Pandora in the office today. Um, this is a song collaboration between the Knox and Foster the People. Oh. Um, I don't know who the Knox are. I have no idea. I like Foster the People. They've been uh-huh. on here before. Yeah. And this song is called Ride or Die. Well, all right then. Um, and I think that means like, like Lance, if I tell you I'm like, I'm your ride or die, I think that means that like I'm with you forever, I think is the, what that means. Okay. I, I, I think um, it's kind of a young people word. Let's see here. Or young people saying, let okay. me look it up. Ride or die. Because I remember skate or die back when I was in high school, and that just meant you really liked to skate. Let's see. From Urban Dictionary, ride or die was originally a biker term, meaning if you couldn't ride, you'd rather die. (laughs) (laughs) It has now changed to mean anyone, wife, boyfriend, best friend, podcast partner, that you will ride any problems out with them or die trying. The huh. ride doesn't always have to be negative either. Obviously, if you're this close to someone, you want them to enjoy the ride. Lance, uh, enjoy the ride. Gotcha. Here's some, I love uh, the sentences in Urban uh, Dictionary where it gives an example. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, one of the sentences from there. Me and my girl have had some stuff thrown away, but we stronger than ever. She's my ride or die. Second one, hmm. Keith and I went skydiving this afternoon. Ride or die, baby. All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) Keith. You remember at the end of Billy Madison and the principal just said, we are all now more stupid for listening to you? Yes. (laughs) I believe I said that. Uh, I believe I typed something to that effect, but sort of more freeform and out of my own brain. When uh, Kenny Wilstead posted that link to the video that he or the commercial that he did at the movie theater or something, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. That's a tough look for my guy, Kenny Wilstead. That's that's a tough look for my guy. Um, wow. Well, Lance, that's gonna about do it. Okay. Um, check us out. Uh, first off, share with your friends. Yeah, that's how we grow the show. So if you enjoy this, 
um, hopefully the slump busting episode of, of working interference is let your friends know. Um, that's how we grow the show. Um, rate and review, preferably on iTunes, but really wherever you're listening, Stitcher, Spotify, um, Podbean, if you're flicking through, flick five stars, any of the, anywhere you're listening to the show, rate us there. Um, we, we think we're we think we're five star material, and it's, it, so. on a good tech week, we're five star material. Absolutely. Um, you can hit us up on the web www.workinginterferences.com. Uh, you can hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Social uh, Facebook.com, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Twitter.com, Winterferences. Instagram, Winterferences. You can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. You can find Lance on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. Uh, Lance, you got anything else for tonight? I do not. So enjoy some, uh, was it the Knox? The Knox. I miss it. This is the Knox with, uh, I closed the window, the Knox with Foster the People, um, and the uh, the song is Ride or Die. Uh, so for Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>